Okay, ready? <clears throat> Hi, Dave. Five, four, mm. three. Steve walks Willie down the street, brimbled way down low. Ain't no sound but the sound of his feet. Machine guns ready to go. Are you ready? Are you satisfied? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? Well, out of the doorway, the bullets rip to the sound of the beat. Oh, another one bites dust. Another one bites dust. Ooh, and another one's gone, and another one's gone. Another one bites dust. Hey, I'm gonna get you too. Another one bites dust. Yeah. You know, the thunder is clapping outside today because there's a polar vortex coming down. And it's meeting up with the hot air of four men who are exuding so much masculinity and heat out of our dusters growing underneath of our noses. Musk is thick. Smells so good. This energy is causing the gods to be angry, Michael. (laughs) Valhalla. This is the greatest contest in the history of podcasting, and it begins today. The Great Duster Bowl of 2016. Hit the theme song, people. As I said, this is the first ever mustache contest in Live from the Dutch All history. And you know what? I think in podcaster, she, I don't know if it's been done before. If it has been, I think it's never been done as good as, as it's going to be done tonight. Damn straight. Ugh, it's like going to be done, and it's going to be done right. It's going to be done right because there's four combatants. Four combatants that stand in the ring today to go toe-to-toe on who has the most machismo. Who has the best duster of the bunch? I'm staring right at one of the contestants. He's my brother and bartender. We're starting with him today. He's Paul Van Dyke. Let's hear it for Paul. Let's hear it for Paul. Beside him, we have the man that writes music for the show. One of the one of the members of a Nocturnal Emissions, the greatest band in the history of podcasting. The Rooster Dave Charters is Thank here. Balls. Right beside Dave. Oh, the duster is thick and robust. Grandfather's hat is perched upon his head. He's the band leader of Nocturnal Emissions. Mike Bo is here. Oh, yeah, and Steve the Reluctant German is here as well. No duster. Disgrace, the disgrace of the nocturnal emissions. And today we have been graced with the presence of two celebrity judges. We have uh, former uh, 
New York Ranger, former Chicago Blackhawk. I like this. Former Pittsburgh Penguin. Former person that used to sleep with my sister. <laughs> former. Former. Yeah, yeah, former. former. You're fixed, right? That's questionable. Catholics only do it for procreation. <laughs> Ryan Vandebush is here. Oh, beside him, judging. He's a mustache enthusiast. He has been rocking a duster and feeling confident because of it for quite some time. He's been here many times before. He's our friend and yours. Comedian Tyler Shazma is here. All right. I don't, I don't envy either of you two judges, but I'll tell you who my pick is. It's the guy talking on this microphone. It's a two-time President's Club Award winner. It's Pete Van Dyke. It's myself. All right. Yes. Welcome to the Duster Bowl, everybody. Yeah. Yeah, this has been, this has started about just a little over six weeks ago where we all decided and, and we created the challenge. The gauntlet was thrown, if you will, that we would uh, shave our faces completely bald, right? Well, at least our upper lip, right? That was the deal? Minimum. Upper lip, completely bald. Anything you want to put into judging today had to not be there at the beginning. Uh, so, and, and that doesn't include your bum chin cover, Paul, that you have. You have, I understand. <laughs> what, is there a, some sort of loophole or something? Or why, why does Paul get? That's not part of the judging. We're not judging Paul's uh, bum chin that he has there. We're not judging it. We're judging only the mustache. Everything that stems from the nose, Dave. Underneath the nose, and you follow it down to its greatness. Where did the mustache grow to? You don't know, right? Who adds the gusto to get it where it needs to be? And we got four mustaches here, and I got to tell you guys, I'm proud of all of you. I'm proud of all of you except for Steve. <laughs> He's the only person I'm not proud of because he decided employment and his, and his family's security is uh, more important than this mustache contest. Where we went through six weeks of humiliation, Steve. Six weeks of our wives finding us hideous, with the exception of Michael. <laughs> and you, you just went lollygagging, walking through the raindrops, yep, you know, right. enjoying your beauty. <laughs> and you're and you and what you what you've already known, you know. We had to go through changes like a metamorphosis of ugly. Mm. And now we ended up today where we are in the mustache contest. We've come out of the cocoon. Yes, we have. We have uh, spread our wings. <laughs> yes, I'll tell you something, guys. I think that we look as good as we're ever going to look. I was worried because we have a film. We have a guy filming stuff for promos today, and I was worried that we're gonna, this is going to be embarrassing. I want to have all my promos with me with this mustache. Are you kidding me? I've never looked better. I've never looked more manly. My wife can barely stand herself. She's looking at me across the room. The musk is thick. Oh, my goodness. It's slippery underneath where she's standing. I don't know why. Get a squeegee. Yes. I want to address you uh, combatants uh, personally before we get started in the contest. I want to address all of you, and I want to start with Dave Charters. Charters. Talk to me. You have always been... You, you have always grown a mustache, even though you have no abilities to do so. Like, starting at a young age, right? I've known you your whole life. When you were, like, probably in high school, when was the first mustache you remember growing? I went in high school because in high school it was still just, like, University, though. There. University probably was. So, like, we'll say late 90s, where, lit, yeah. where mustaches were not in fashion. In the late 90s, this is before the hipster movement. This is before, you know, this is like after the 70s stash was, was like considered like a mullet or whatever. Long gone, yeah. Long gone. Nobody was rocking a stash. You decided to pull one out out of nowhere for no reason. 
you remember that? I do. You went in the uh, photo booth with your now wife, right? Took some pictures. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? I do. It was a hideous mustache, Dave. I burned those pictures. I kept one in my wallet for at least three years. <laughs> and that is not a joke. I kept that in my wallet for three, at least three years, a picture of Dave and Teresa with Dave's stupid mustache. And I would show it to people. Look how stupid this mustache is. Remember that? And, I do. And before that, I carried a picture of you in your wallet. Do you remember the one I carried before that? For probably about 10 years, I carried this picture of Dave in my wallet. It was a, his grade three picture. And it was, I carried it in my wallet. It was like a wallet-sized grade three picture of Dave. I cut it out of his parents. I saw, found it in his parents, cut it out, put it in my wallet one day. It's nice. And it was, the, it was my favorite picture. And I lost it. Like, I wish I could have it back. Do you nice think your mom has glasses, another coffee? Nice square plastic. Nice, squ nice square glasses. with. I think there might have been tape on some part of them. I don't Probably think they were intact. Tortoiseshell? Okay. <laughs> no, tor this was before tortoiseshell. This was the pedophile style glasses. With, <laughs> yeah, like maybe plastic, like double-bridged, you know, yeah. like pedo glasses and broken <laughs> does that sound right they're definitely yeah. broken and you're a little bit hefty would you say you're a little bit hefty in those days uh yeah it, husky. Was, it was husky big boned i used to have to go to the boys husky section of buds and yes. down simcoe have a shot whoever's right. listening but now who's laughing at you with that mustache right now who's right. laughing at you with that mustache dave because you've come a long way that original duster was hideous do you remember when we did the murder mystery party at my house, this was back, we did a murder mystery dinner, and uh, there was four characters to be given out. And there was one was an undertaker, that was me. One was a, a magician, right? That was another one of our friends, Mark, right? There was one that was a professional wrestler, right? And then there was a self-made millionaire played by Dave Chargers, <laughs> right? So Dave Chargers decides... As soon as I sent out the invitation, which is weeks before, you know, I'm a man. I want to throw a nice party. Organized. Or, yeah. I throw a nice party, Steve. Whenever I invite you to one, you will really have a good time. Excellent. But it's not going to be right away. I'm still sore about the whole mustache thing. Charters, <laughs> on the other hand, shows up. He won't talk to me for six weeks or whatever it was. How long do you think it was? A month? Oh, it was a long time. And then uh, doesn't talk to me, won't visit me. I say, we want to get together. No, no, I don't want to get together. Then he shows up at my party, self-made millionaire, rocking a mustache. <laughs> it goes with the character. Makes sense. Yeah. If you would have been the wrestler, do you think you would have grown a mustache? <laughs> I might have. Yeah. If you were a magician, do you think you'd have a mustache? <laughs> Something to hide behind? I have a feeling if you were the undertaker, you would also have a mustache, Dave. <laughs> We, you just had something within you that wanted to grow a mustache. Is that correct? It's on the inside and it wants out. <laughs> <laughs> Simple as that. And then you were the the birth of this whole contest because what you did was this is uh, this cannot be understated what you've done, right? You uh, grew a mustache for how long did you grow that mustache in the fall for? It was three solid months. Three solid months of mustaches where he was asked to play for a dear friend's wedding you know you had to play the opening song not oh, yeah. emissions went up to play the opening song <laughs> you were w rocking a ridiculous curly mustache at that uh thing you went to uh numerous events you went to work every day every day at work all the family parties and christmas pictures with my kids you're the <laughs> only one of us that has that has like a real job where you would have to clean yourself up and you look the most ridiculous I've ever seen of any of us, right? No Even question. now. And then... <laughs> Especially now. <laughs> Took a lot of ribbing. 
And then all of a sudden, I have Van Dyke Christmas. You know, my uh, you come because you've uh, soiled my cousin, right? You come to Van Dyke Christmas. Four times. Four times at least. And then uh, you come to Van Dyke Christmas, and there's a you, you hand to my wife uh, discreetly a gift bag that we open on our New Year's show, which is your shaved mustache in a jar. That's a gift you gave me. A nice little mason jar. The entire ruse, the entire three months, all built up to you giving me your mustache in a jar. Is that correct? That's right. That was your entire plan from the beginning. You came up with it, grew it, and said, I'm going to cut it and put it in a jar. Or halfway through growing it, you th- decided this is a good idea. I'm three gonna months it. of turmoil for the best goddamn Christmas present you've ever had. <laughs> and right now, that Christmas present is sitting in a, in a velour box, yes. in a purple velour case, Surrounded by, by my two Presidents Club Awards. It's beautiful. I tweeted out a picture of it. It's like a shrine. Yeah, flanking it to show the greatness not only of uh, your mustache, but also me, right? Which I find it's good to showcase my greatness. But uh, Charters, that mustache in that jar will be glued on the loser's face, which was the, the deal that we made today. Whoever loses this contest will have that mustache in that jar glued on their face oh. right it's gonna be wonderful we have went through six we went through Paul six weeks so of humiliation my brother has been scared shitless since the beginning he doesn't want to go anywhere near that mustache it is i don't even believe that is your mustache i think that is your pubes i think you're gonna tell us after it's all done that you shaved your ass and put it in that jar that's what back i think hair. yeah it's just my back hair it is disgusting but there's one exception to that rule, Dave, and that is if you lose. Mm. If you lose, Dave, this mustache and this jar would not be as gross to you. It comes from your own body. I would love to glue that back on my face. <laughs> Add to your duster. You worked on it. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't even shave it. You would just contribute to it. So this is not a punishment. So if you lose, the winner's mustache will be will be glued onto your face <laughs> and this mustache this this gift of yours this three-month mustache in the jar will stay in the jar where you believe that it rightly belongs yet if that is truly what you believe then you want to lose so what do you say to that i'm torn peter mm. i'm really torn because that mustache in a jar is one of the greatest accomplishments of my life giving you such a great gift and keeping it a secret well, Dave. And I want it to stay there. I do. But um, if you were to beat somebody by the grace I of God. I worked hard on this new mustache. <laughs> <laughs> it is it's something. You said that at work, you know, where I would think you would be like uh, snickered, you know, by everyone would, would belittle you behind your back. You know, that's what I would imagine would happen to you. <laughs> but uh, instead, you said that you went into work today with that mustache and people were actually fascinated by it. They were, they were excited to see it back. I got a lot of nods. People would come in close and like whisper. Hey, is it, are you bringing it back? <laughs> <laughs> is that kind of like a fuck you stash? Is it kind of like a fuck you stash? I don't know. It's just fun. <laughs> <laughs> you got to have fun in life. That's the truth. Yeah. Eh? If you can't go to work with a stupid mustache on your face. If you care too much about what people think about you and, you know, then what's the fun in that? That's right. Well, good luck to you in this contest, Dave. I wish you the best of luck, and I appreciate your efforts. Now I want to turn to my uh, uh, brother, Paul. Yes. Paul, uh you know, when we grew our beards, they said that uh, your wife said I look uh, remarkably like you. You said I look remarkably homeless. Yes. Right? <laughs> yes. And so uh, what does that say about yourself? Your wife thinks that, must think that you look homeless on a regular basis. Because you are, like, out of all of us, you're the most full-time facial hair wearer. Yeah. 
Is that correct? Yes. Lazy. <laughs> Lazy. Yeah. But you are the most likely to have some sort of facial hair, with the exception of Steve, of course, which we won't even speak of Steve again. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Yes. You ruined it. This is... <laughs> yeah, shame. Shame. The shame, shame is real. Anyways, Paul, so you decide you had to dis, uh, make a decision. You The whole time, I've never seen someone so scared in all your life. Every time you ran into any of us, you were you were visibly shaken by the thought of uh, losing this contest. It's yeah. not what. It's, it's, yeah, I thought I had it no problem at the beginning. Then holy, <laughs> just Michael. <laughs> yeah, it's yes. only Dave. Right. I I would lose to any one of you, but Dave. Yes, that would be the most humiliation. Is if if Dave won the whole contest, yeah, I'd be crushed. <laughs> because it would be humili- it would be humiliating for me too. That would be the worst scenario I could think of. Is if Dave won this contest, I would be horrified that he had beaten beaten the greatness of us Van Dykes and our and our, and our you know and our manliness. Because mm-hmm. Dave's never exhibited that masculinity since the beginning of me, me me knowing him, which is only like what thirty five years ago, thirty <laughs> seven. Anyways, uh, Paul, uh, I wish you the best of luck. Uh, your chin was a big deal. You you have a bum chin. We mentioned it before. <laughs> Just in case you didn't. You know, I thought that uh, you would have like wanted to pr- display it because I think that the cleft chin makes you look more manly. It makes you look more uh, state stately. You know. I used to look like a younger, better looking version of you. <laughs> well, <laughs> that may be true. <laughs> for, it may help you out for second place, Paul. Now, Michael. The last man I have to address in this contest, mm-hmm. you son of a bitch. <laughs> I got to tell you, you you're the only person of all of us, me, Charters, and Paul, through this whole thing, we had a little bit of a struggle. Paul probably not as much, maybe, because he, he usually rocks a nice beard. But, like, uh, me and Charters look a little bit like Wolfman for a lot of this whole beard contest. You s- seem to think that you were uncomfortable by the whole thing. You, you said you can't wait to get it off your face. Is that right? Uh, yeah, at times, yeah. That's accurate. But you managed to, with a beard, look more handsome. Uh, <laughs> uh only one yeah, of us, apparently, right? Apparently. And uh, you managed to end up attracting Sweet Sweet Kelly even more even than you more, did before. Yeah. yeah, apparently it traps the musk inside of it. Yes. <laughs> and so when she gets close to my face, she just cannot resist. Yeah. Well, I understand, Michael. I understand because uh, it's the same with me and my wife. <laughs> Uh, except for it got to a certain point where the uh, other stuff that stunk in my beard uh, even outweighed the musk. No. And then it was overtime for me. It was no more for me in my life. But now with me being reinvented with this great duster, this beautiful mustache that I tweak in my fingers, Jane, uh, I can tell. I can tell just her looking at me right now that she can feel it. It's a different man. It's a man she's never experienced before. Because maybe once she wants... Where's that Wawa, Steve? It's the old change-up. Yeah. yeah, this is a man she's never had a roll in the sheets with. Right, Jane? Waka waka. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? We better get on with this contest. But there's one thing we need to do before we start this contest, and it's uh, get to a segment that we do every week called Feedback. We got feedback. We got feedback. Nice. I love the Wawa. Welcome to Feedback. We got feedback, everybody. This week's feedback is brought to you by our friends from Amazon. If you go to the Live from the Dutch Hall website, uh, livefromthedutchhall.com, 
and you click on any of our Amazon banners and then do your all of your Amazon shopping. Amazon. Amazon. <laughs> That's Amazon. 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 Yes. Amazon shopping. Sorry. Thank you for pointing out my perhaps drunkenness. I had, to, I had to drink out the shame of the hot tub scenes we, fil- we, we filmed today for our Brillant Musk commercials coming to you soon. But we, uh, Amazon, I'm actually getting a check from the U.S. Amazon. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's like even better money. That's double. Than our money. Yeah. It's so it's. It's so good. It's heavier. Yeah. So thank you to everyone in the U.S. that helped out. And it's in all Canada. the same color. Also, it's uh, we'd like to uh, recognize VG Meats, who sponsors the show. If you go to our website and you uh, click on the VG man, uh, uh, VG coupon, print that out, bring it to either the locations in Simcoe or Stony Creek, and they'll get you a great deal on uh, mm. freezer meat. And uh, we also uh, would, uh, if you, you have a corporate event, maybe uh Maybe a nice anniversary party, a wedding, perhaps, mm. or uh, maybe you want to put on a great rock festival or uh, some sort of a show, a music festival mm-hmm. that's just going to blow your ears off because of the natural uh, amphitheater that exists mm. on a property that's one of the most beautiful properties in southern Ontario or maybe the world. It's Lakeside Vista. Go to lakesidevista.ca and check out the 3D, uh, 3D uh, video of the property. <laughs> Lakeside Vista. Where the views are beautiful. And the memories are even better. And uh, our last sponsor is Van Dyke Party Services. You know, Van Dyke Party Services is brought to you by Clean Flow, right? Uh, Van Dyke Party Services, If you, you you know sometimes you go to parties and you're like, it should be good. And in principle, it sounds good. You know, like they invite you. It seems like it might be fun. Let's take the murder mystery example, you know, <laughs> get it in the mail. And then you get up to your party and you realize my friends are boring. They're not even that much. They're not interesting. They're a bunch of stiffs. They're a bunch of stiffs. We're sitting around here playing it like it's a real murder mystery. No one's even drunk. Having a nice fondue. Right. Well, we got a fondue. Yeah, maybe a dip. Yeah. All right, got a nice dip. You want to go out on the deck and take in the breeze? Maybe have a real heart-to-heart. Yeah. No. What you want to do is invite five Van Dykes, at least five Van Dykes, somewhere between five and 29 Van Dykes to your party. And it's only going to cost you our expenses and $100 of cold hard cash. Mm-hmm. And uh, your satisfaction to make that party great is guaranteed. And we will give you back that $100 of cold hard cash if you're not 100% satisfied. Van Dyke Party Services. What's our tagline? Don't live your life in regret. Yeah, don't <laughs> live your life in regret. <laughs> yeah, reach out to us at livefromthedustshallgmail.com if you want to hire us. Now, um... Feedback, we got feedback. Every late, every, every week we like to recognize new listeners. This week we have new listeners from uh, Fort Myers, Florida. Ooh. Oh, yeah, someone just downloaded a a snowbird? pretty much everything wow. that we've ever created from Fort Myers. We also got Lara, or Laura, Venezuela. Uh, Venezuela, I don't know if we've had Venezuela before, but they're, they're on board. And Orangeville, Ontario, which does bring me to our, uh, our tour. Yes. Because we're going to Orangeville. And uh, if, you, if you're interested in coming to see us in Orangeville, reach out to me at livefromthedutchhall@gmail.com. We're there on April the 8th. And if you can't come, for some reason, if you can't come all the way to Orangeville to see the first ever Life from the Dutch Hall real tour show that you're going to be able to see, uh, then what you might want to do is go to the Hungarian Hall on that night. Because on April 8th, if you're not coming to the Dutch Hall show in Orangeville, they're having a spring dance at the Hungarian Hall. <laughs> there, there you go. And my father, options. Yeah, my father-in-law asked me to plug that, and I said, how much are you paying me? He said, nothing. 
And I said, well, you guys make about the same amount of money as we do, so I'll plug your, sh- I'll plug your <laughs> shit. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Anyways, but if you'd like to come to Orangeville, then you can also reach out to me on Facebook or Twitter, Instagram, or give me an email at lifeofthedutchall.gmail.com, and uh, we'll see about getting you in at Kipsy Saloon in Orangeville. And uh, we've yet to announce uh, the band on that show that we're going to be uh, having on as our guest. Mm-hmm. And uh, But once we do that, we'll be putting that out on social media, and, uh, and you'll know who the guest is before then. So just look out for it on that. And uh, Leamington uh, is more... Leamington will be on the Saturday night, so uh, we're excited about doing that. And we have a pimped-out ride. Oh, yes. Yeah, oh. pimped-out ride. We're coming in a big RV, which it turns out, Paul, this is a real turning point in my life, my demise, my midlife crisis. We go from my brother always solidly in the black sheep position, you know, like, the, you know, Pete ends up being the good one. Paul's the one with the, that has to say, Pete, can you sign for this or can you – can you can I pretend I'm you and I cross the border or whatever the fuck you're up to? Right? <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. And then all of a sudden something happens. Pete's life falls apart. Paul all of a sudden becomes Mr. Credible. We try to get insurance for this for this uh, RV. Mike Bo approved. Paul Van Dyke approved. <laughs> yes. Pete Van Dyke declined. <laughs> First time ever in my life. Yes, Paul is the golden boy. Yes. Paul is all of a sudden the golden boy of the Van Dyke family. I can't even believe it, Paul. I'm really, really proud of you and ashamed of me at the same time. <laughs> He's responsible. Yeah, it's, great. I, it's like seeing your, it's like seeing your kid grow up, and then once you once you decide your kid grows up, then you can just just start shitting your pants. That's kind of what this is what I feel like. So. Um, Feedback, we got feedback this week. We got some feedback. Guess who we got feedback from? I said it so many times, you couldn't even play it that much. Big up Bob. Oh, big, oh, up. big, big up, up Bob Bobby. Barker big up. from St. Martin. Wow. From the Isle of St. Martin. Uh, big up Bob Barker says this. He goes, big up to everybody for making my aisle. Oh, do you hear the ra- the thunder? The thunder is ro- roaring. <laughs> Uh, big up to everybody for making my Isle of St. Martin their home in paradise. Big up to you, my brother, Dutch Hall. Oh, very nice. Uh, thank you to Big Thanks, Up Bobby. Big up to Thanks, Bobby. And also, uh, a lot of people last week were very uh, vocal about their excitement about the big uh, tape-breaking contest <laughs> that existed on last week's episode, Tape rip- oh. Ripping with Andy Martin. And uh, <laughs> it was a big hit on Periscope, actually. Yeah. And... Uh, uh, Paul, I gotta tell you, uh, the you know what I mean. Like uh, the guy, uh, this is what I have to say. I appreciate uh, Andy coming in. I, I I applaud him on his efforts and all that stuff. But he works at City Hall, and I can't get this out of my head. He works at City Hall, and he decided to break a record with things he breaks with his hands. And you have hands like a friggin' like uh, you've been, you, they've been cut and bruised and beat up they're like two two uh cast iron skillets <laughs> right they're pretty hard yeah you Brand took that tape and it exploded in your hands immediately you just can just look at it and they break you know what i mean <laughs> oh, yeah. you just don't want to deal with the vicious beating that you're going to give them with your hands right yeah. this this soft handed city hall worker with gloves on and stuff like that bruised up by breaking is 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 a oh we need some tapes i'll uh i'll break some tapes <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying, Paul, is I'm asking you mercy. I'm begging you for mercy. Let the man just do no, his thing. No, and I'm then... going for the record. 
<laughs> you gotta do it. You gotta do it after he at least has a chance to, to do it. You know, you're crushing that guy's dreams. Well, it just ha you have to. Well, the greatness is within you, Paul. But I'm, I'm just trying to wait for the timing, and we gotta build it up. Once there's a record holder for you to challenge, then it becomes like Bobby Fischer versus that Russian guy. Or whatever. <laughs> you, know what I mean? you know what I mean? All right. Yeah. yeah. So we'll do that, but I'm just saying, like, keep it, take it easy. But it was fantastic, and really, the ta the tales in the tape. I got some footage. I'm still gonna put out there. Jane's got it under camera, but I'll put it out online so you guys can actually see Paul go against the potential world record holder. And uh, Paul did a great showing. That's all I gotta say. Very it was amazing. I think it was. I I don't know if it's definitive or not. We're gonna break it down, but it looks pretty looks pretty pretty definitive. I think. <laughs> You <laughs> really? Won. I think I won. Yeah, you definitely. I think you definitely won. You actually, you could have killed him if you didn't stumble on that second tape. But he stumbled on the first one, so that's kind of even, Stephen, right? Mm -hmm. Anyhow, so uh, the other thing we forgot to mention last week on feedback was that we got some more press, and the press is uh, regarding uh, it's from the Sputnik, which is the uh, the campus paper at uh, Wilfrid Laurie in Brantford, Ontario. And uh, what I really wanted to do was for this one. Because I wanted them to put in print that we're the greatest podcast ever in the history of of podcasts. That's what I wanted them to put in print. Did it didn't work? No, it didn't work. No. It didn't make it into the article. <laughs> and they wrote other, other stuff about us, but they didn't put that line. I wrote it for them, but they wouldn't put it <laughs> in, in the article. Yeah. But they did there? say, they did say what I'd like to give you some, they did say uh, what I, uh, Nocturnal Emissions, mm, which I like when they put that in there. Yeah, they said uh, the nocturnal emissions and a bartender, and then it said uh, no penis jokes either. Oh, they still said oh, penis. but they did say uh, topics range from Hitler's genitals to interviews with ex-professional mm. hockey players. Mm. So that's what I think the two bars of my show are. <laughs> in between that, somewhere. Yeah, in between that, one is Hitler's genitals, and one is like Ryan. <laughs> between Ryan and Hitler's genitals, and I didn't think that was. I think we do lots more on either side of that. <laughs> To be honest with you, yeah. I think they're limiting us. You're inside the box, outside the box. We, I don't know where the fuck you are. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I love really, uh, you know, the, there's not. Well, the main difference. I don't think Hitler was probably circumcised. I would say that would probably be a, a uh, good that's guess. Here nor there. I would say it's a good. It's a good guess that he wasn't though. <laughs> so maybe it is that far. Ryan, you're probably circumcised. I would say. Yes, I am. I had a bet. See, he is. Gotta be clean. So that is the difference between well, that is what we talk about. Yeah. Wait, between, am I Hitler then? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's worse for you, Shaz. You guys talk about my genitals every time I'm on this show. <laughs> I didn't know they were uncircumcised. So is that yeah, the new... mostly we just talk about your giant nutsack. I didn't. Yeah, is, that, is this a new development, Shaz? Didn't get to Snuffleupagus. <laughs> I'm not Hitler. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That is even grosser. <laughs> we never thought we could paint a, a grosser picture of the Shaz's dick, and we just did. <laughs> I always took the foreskin off just for good measure, just to make it look pretty. When you're thinking about Shaz's dick? Yeah, when I think about Shaz's dick, I always <laughs> had it circumcised. No tarp. Well, you know what, Paul, before, you know what, That's I, flattering, I, I forgot actually, to. For you. <laughs> it is actually Shaz. Hey, Paul, thanks for making me a drink. You actually made me a drink this time. We haven't done it in a while. Amazing. I don't know. Uh, it is, what is it? The uh, Absinthe. Absinthe. It's, it's delicious. It's the Dutchman's uh, nightmare. Cheers, everybody, to a great mustache contest. Cheers. Absinthe. Um, the only other thing in feedback we got to get to is since the very beginning of time from this show, we've had one listener that's getting got back to us almost every week, and he's uh, the Haitian Dwarf. 
sleeping throws my gravy boat hi ho hi ho <laughs> really got through that one <laughs> Should have slowed it down. Uh, <laughs> you missed that. It's uh, gaping throat and gravy oh, 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 boat. <laughs> yes, it's a great one. Through that, is, sometimes when you hear them out loud when we're trying to come up with them, one just <laughs> one just rises above the rest. You know? And this uh, week it was that one. A unicorn. Yeah, yeah, this literally was that one. So uh, this week's station's word feedback is. Five stars. Hey. Five stars on iTunes. Yes. He says, save a beaver, shave a rooster. Which roughly interpreted means never get into a facial hair contest with a family who has a style of beards named after them. Oh. I think that's directed at you, Charters. Wow. That's directed uh, squarely at you. Because, yeah, you don't come from uh, uh, the genes of someone that they named the Van Dyke beard after. Without having just exemplary facial hair skills. Well, it's not a Van Dyke mustache, is it? Oh, good point. Mm. No, it's not. But you know what's attached to that Van Dyke beard is a fucking mustache. <laughs> it's part of it, man. <laughs> you can't, you know, it's, you, you try to be smart, Dave, and it just comes out, charters. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Haitian Dwarf, for that feedback again. We look forward to listening to hearing you next week. And if you guys want to get back, give me any feedback. Please uh, reach out to me at livefromthedutchhall at gmail.com, or you can like me on Facebook, follow me on Twitter, and follow me on Insta- Instagram. Instagram. Imp- 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 Instagram. It's like suffering succotash. This mustache is weighing down my upper lip. I can't speak properly, boys. It's so heavy. <laughs> so incredibly heavy. The weight of it. <laughs> so now it is time. Uh-uh. For the big mustache contest. Ding, ding, ding. Yes, ring the bell. So I have in my hand here the score sheets for the mustache contest, which I'll ask my lovely wife, Jane, to distribute to our judges. Very organized, I see. Yes, very organized. And if you could get them uh, <laughs> some pens as well, that would be that would be helpful. Now, you will notice that the uh, judging is in the uh, categories of our five senses. Sight, sound, touch, smell, and taste. I uh, stick my nose near your mustache. We don't have to do those things. I've been making notes. Taste? Uh, Shazma, you will do what you are told. You agree to this. It's a commitment. I did not agree to taste no. anyone's mustache. I agreed to write insults. Yes, That's right. <laughs> so I will now explain the rules of each of these categories. Oh, no, I'll just do that when we go. We'll leave taste to the end. <laughs> That's special. I tell you, I have I have ways around it uh, for hygiene reasons for all of you, okay? I, like, I liked all the mustaches. Chill out. <laughs> 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 he's, he's staring us down. <laughs> I, I had nice things to say oh. about all of them. <laughs> okay, so this is the way you're going to score it, fellas. Um, in each category, you will uh, be given... Um, you will give us a rank, one out of four, right? Four being, you'll give four points to the first place, three to second place, two to third place, and one to fourth place. So in the category of sight, this is how it goes down. Each of us is given an opportunity to describe our mustaches and comment on the mustaches of our competitors. Um, You, too, have... uh, 
Ryan, I should say, uh, I should probably introduce our judges before we get started. I'm, yes. I'm just saying, like, we haven't introduced our judges properly, right? Ryan Vandenbush, uh, well, that's not a good introduction, is it? Uh, our first judge, as I said, is an NHL alumni. He is uh, uh, a, ho- a local hockey coach. He is also the owner of Lakeside Vista, a proud sponsor of Life from the Dutch Hall. And he's my brother-in-law. Ryan Vandenbush is here. Woo! Ryan, you agreed to judge this contest. Uh, make sure the mic's in close to you. Uh, you agreed to judge this contest, and now you're looking at the score sheet. You have a look of uh, trepidation on your on your face. I see. Um, would you? Is there any comments? Is there any? Is there anything that you want to do to get out of this contest now that you see what you have? To, what you're up against? No, I'm quite comfortable. <laughs> you're comfortable. Judging, oh, I like that. I, he looks I, confident. I, I will not. Taste. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one they don't like. They don't like taste. Yeah. Like I can, I can tell you what they all taste like right bread. now. <laughs> they all taste like nicotine. <laughs> they pro- they've all, they're all good mustaches. Like, let me say that. Like, good, good nicotine. They, you can all, you can tell they all worked in tobacco. They're not hipster Toronto mustaches. <laughs> Thank you. I'll oh. take that as a compliment. So they are, right, they are all unique. Some degree. Mm. Uh, thickness varies. No, Ryan. Ryan, you. I wanted. Yeah, you to... did all go for the forks. There's all forks. In it. So there's forks all around. Some mustache. Yeah, we did. Product. We did like to go and show the full the full range of our of our facial hair uh, sco- uh, gr- uh, oh. scope. Sometimes a diamond's better than a spade. <laughs> Hey, uh, Bushy, yep. uh, before we get uh, going into this contest, I just want to give you an opportunity. I understand you're working with uh, you're working with a new charity, and you wanted to give it a, uh, give it a plug? Yeah, Sticks and Picks. We, a group of us from uh, Norfolk County are, are getting a group together, and we want to raise some funds to uh, uh, give back to minor hockey and, and uh, increase our registration numbers at the grassroots level and get more kids involved. And the pick side of it is a musical side of it, and... Uh, that'll be phase two, so I'm not going to get into that. But there'll be some sort of music uh, side to it as well. Getting uh, if you you know not everybody's in a sport, right? So some people like to play a you know an instrument. Right, right. So they, they and then uh, so you have a big event coming up. Yeah. So on Tuesday, June 28th, we've got a scheduled event at the Burning Kill Winery, and uh, we've got a uh, penciled in for Red Kelly to come down. He's uh, a local guy that grew up playing his minor hockey around here and NHL legend. Yeah. NHL legend. legend. Yeah. yeah. It, it was That's really cool. cool. I I got to go see him with a good friend of mine and and uh, we made a pit stop and saw Red Kelly in Toronto and and uh, we kind of told him what we were doing and he says as long as my health is fine, Ryan, I, I'll be there. So um, we got a great artist coming there. I'm gonna hopefully paint a picture of uh, Red when he was in an action shot. You know, playing for the Leafs or yeah. Detroit. I, I'm thinking we should probably do one with the Leafs. Yeah. And then uh, Redwood uh, said he would sign it too, so oh, maybe cool. do, a, do an off shot, an option after that. So uh, is that your first time meeting him, Ryan? Or are you it met was him? my first time? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Great guy. Awesome guy. We sat in his living room, uh, downtown Toronto, pretty much just north of uh, North Toronto, and uh, great guy. And his wife was amazing too. And we sat in his uh, living room for about two hours and just chatted. Our he, grandpa actually was. Uh, uh, he was. I think uh, Red Kelly's brother was the best man in his wedding. Really? I'm not sure, but I think that's the way it went down. Because oh, yeah. he was a hired man at uh, for Red Kelly's brother. 
So we used to go be able to watch Red Kelly play hockey in, yeah. in uh, Maple Leaf Garden no, back in the day. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, yeah. that's awesome. So close to home. Yeah, so yeah cool. he was talking about, you know, you know uh, growing tobacco and, and yeah, yeah. priming tobacco and horse and buggy. Oh, and, total local guy. Local yeah, boy, eh? But, yeah. yeah. Skating on the ponds here in Norfolk County. And, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, um, really great guy. He still lives locally? He, uh, no, well, he's got his farm still here on St. John's Road, and then he... Um, you know, he he bought it. When did he say he bought the house in Toronto? I think I thought he said it was 1948 when he bought it in Toronto, and he's been there ever since. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, crazy. Wow. It's <laughs> like that a hundred. That's crazy. That's a, how many years ago? Was it? Like 67. Holy shit. Yeah. 67 years ago. Yeah. So. And yeah. Shazma, Tyler Shazma is our second judge. He's uh, Shazma. You're you're uh, road weary. You've been working like crazy. I, uh, you've been. I think every night this week you said you've been uh, on a different stage. Yeah, I've just been bouncing around, hitting mics. So what do you got coming up, Shaz? Uh, i got a couple cool shows coming up. On April 2nd, I'm going to be at the Burlington Legion. Oh, that's, that's a, a good game. That's always a good time to go to the Legion, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Legion crowd. Yeah, good Legion crowd. Is that a charity gig or is that a... Yeah, Chris Jarvie puts them on and they're usually all the... Or some of the money goes to a good charity and it's always at the Legion. It always packs like 150, 200 people in there. Yeah, sounds like a good time. So, so if you're in the on. Burlington area, check out Shazma. Yeah, that, that's on the second, and then on the sixth, I'm doing the Hamilton Go Yuck Yourself contest. So that'll be a cool show. And then on the eleventh, I'm at the London Poachers Arms show with Nigel Greenstead and Clifford Myers and Jason Allen, and it'll be a good show. Oh yeah, and it's free too, right? Yeah, and that's a free show too. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Cool. So, Shazma, you worried about you? Are you? Uh, uh, you know what they're going to taste and smell like. You've already commented on it. Yeah. You ready to go? I, uh, I think so. I, well, made, yeah. I made some notes. All right. I wasn't just sitting over here like a jackass on my phone. I was making notes on, on our mustaches. On all these beautiful, beautiful Study. things. All right. Category one, sight. Sight. <laughs> Who are we going to start with? <laughs> Looks like you're looking at I'll Dave. go. Yeah, charters. Do I describe mine? And describe your mustache. The people at home, this is an audio show. Can I talk about yours as well? Yeah, and you can talk about whoever's mustache you want. Describe whatever you want to. I'll start with mine first because it's obviously the best. But um, <laughs> just imagine like a, a mix between like Frank Zappa and uh, the guy from the Eagles of Death Metal and like a, you know, a classic cowboy. That's what I'm going for. It's it's loose, but it's also manicured. <laughs> it's very manicured. It is very manicured. A it's classic cowboy that has to stay away from parks and <laughs> the, public schools. The, yeah. The other thing it is is different than the three of yours, which are all pretty much exactly the same. Did you guys, like, shave together? Cause, I'm sorry, Dave. I don't know what you're talking about. And uh, the, the last comment I'd like to make is that mine doesn't involve any of the the hair around my face that would be included in my beard. It's just a mustache where you guys all kind of well, you have you a soul patch. Extra You'll have your there. time, Paul Chuck. You have your soul patch there. That's oh, all. Yeah, that's true, dude. Mine's unique. Up. Mine's all unique in up. the room. Unique and obviously the best. All right, Paul, you're up next. Well and it's ginger. What's your rebuttal, Paul? <laughs> he's got a soul patch. Yes. So he's got... So what do you, how would you describe your mustache, Paul? Beautiful. <laughs> would you, if you had to say it uh, to the people at home, how would you, how would you most liken it to which, uh, how would you describe it? Well, I'm rocking a handlebar, and uh, I look like a younger, better looking, like I said before. You're like Yosemite Sam. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
That's a compliment. I take it great. <laughs> Thank you very much. Wyatt Earp. Yosemite Sam and Wyatt Earp are both awesome mustaches. <laughs> Only compliments for my for me. Thank you, Paul. Michael, Paul you're up next. Natural. Oh, my turn. I'd like to describe mine as a uh, plethora of hair. <laughs> I feel like the thickness of mine is my strength. It's like a warm velvety coat you might put on if you're cold. <laughs> And it uh, reeks of bourbon, <laughs> which I spilt on it earlier. If you were wondering about the taste or smell, where we're going? Taste and smell. Yes. But I would also like to note to the ju- judges, below the uh, lip, I have nothing. Yeah. As Mr. Charters is trying to po- uh, point out, incorporating with the uh, beard and whatnot, I believe he's got a soul patch that he's combing right now. I have nothing underneath there. Just a heavy handlebar. Yeah, that was dearly noted, too. Yours looks Thank like you. it's gone fishing. Thank you. You're the one I want to see sign the life papers. I know. I think that's how you win this. One of you has to do it. For life. Join me. <laughs> <laughs> so last is me, and I will say that my mustache is exactly described by my brother as a Yosemite Sam or a Wyatt Earp. It's something that looks like it's from the uh, from the old west, when men were men, and mustaches would crawl down your face and just start curling wildly. You don't even know where they're gonna finish. That's my mustache. It's something like the hairs grew and then they decided to roam and explore the earth. That's my mustache. Where Dave's mustache looks like. I would not let him near my, any of my children. <laughs> he's an obvious pedophile, and he's why are you wearing the sunglasses the whole time? It makes you <laughs> more like a pedophile. <laughs> and then uh, Paul, you know, like uh, yours, you just look dirty like normal. It doesn't look like you've even done anything. You're just the same old dirty Paul. That, uh, Michael, you handsome son of a bitch. <laughs> The only thing I can say about your mustache is, where's the curls? Where's the robust <laughs> curls that only come from just a, a, a steady diet of testosterone and amphetamines <laughs> or adrenaline? It's true. Which one? Fair testosterone enough. diet. <laughs> oh, Christ. I set myself up for that. It makes it look like I swallowed jizz. Right, Dave? Damn it. That's really gonna hurt me in this round. Because <laughs> yeah. yours does look does look like you're from like the 1400s, but not high class. No, De- definitely not. Definitely like low ca- class, like selling whiskey to a sheep farmer or something. <laughs> oh yeah, snake oil, snake oil salesman, maybe. Gypsy of some yeah. sort. I'm hey, some sort of a gypsy. When you had I your ha- when you had your hand over your your chin earlier, I thought I was looking at uh, Elvis with those oh, burns. Sideburns? Oh yes. Well, the reason I kept the sideburns. And the reason I kept the soul patch is to not let you know that I'm a man and I can grow hair all over my face. I know it's not the contest, but sometimes I actually did shave the soul patch before we started and it already grew back. <laughs> that's how much of a man I am, baby. <laughs> so that's all I can say. But, Full but, of testosterone. <laughs> son of a bitch. I hate that I said that. <laughs> Damn it. All right, the next the next uh, category is sound. So if you guys can score that uh, based on uh, on sight and our descriptions, 
rank that well. We're getting into sound. The next category is sound. Now we tried this on the during the when we were growing our beards. Mm-hmm. We would like scrape them into the microphone. It sounds good in the headphones. It sounds good in our headphones, but it doesn't necessarily come across on the uh, air, right? So what can we do for sound other than that? Other than really give it a robust try in the microphone, right? Rub it on the concrete. What? Rub it on the concrete. (laughs) (laughs) Can you hear that? That's Pete. Yep, that's Pete's. This is me, Mike. Okay, ready? This is the first sound. Okay, I'll rub it first, and then if no one can hear it, I'll just talk about how it sounded. Oh, it sounds like burlap. It sounds like burlap rubbing against like a horse's hide. That's what it sounds like. Michael, do you give it a try? <laughs> it's like a wire brush. Mine's like steel wool. <laughs> Bristles. Sounds like the ocean. No. You know what that is? The sound of sweet velvet caressing your thighs. That's the sound you'd like on your clitoris. Oh. <laughs> well played. Interesting. Well played. <laughs> the next category, is that it? That's it for, uh, sound. for sound. So the next category is touch. Now, for this one, I will ask our judges to get up. Now, we do have uh, on the table beside you a box of uh, bare hands gloves from our friends at Clean Flow. Oh. If you don't feel comfortable touching our... Uh, our faces with your bare hands, then please put on a pair of these non-latex bear pod gloves from Clean Flow. Give me the gloves. That's Clean Flow. <laughs> <laughs> That's Clean Flow. They sponsor Van Dyke Party Services. And then uh, what I'd like you to do is come up and uh, just give, give us a touch. Give us a bit of a rub. Feel our robustness. Oh, yes. Well, that box of bear pod gloves is jam-packed full of gloves. All right, Tyler. Tyler Shazman is the first one up. He's putting on the glove. He's decided that we are too hideous to touch. Smart move, Shaz. Smart move. Who's first? Right, your choice. <laughs> He's got his. Starting with me. <laughs> Give it a nice rub on there. I feel like I'm. Oh. Like one of those CSI investigators. Come on yes. in. Come on in here. He gave, he's going to Mike second. He's giving it a nice rub. Oh, he's very he's very inquisitive, but he doesn't like to get too affectionate hands. with it. Yeah. yeah. Gentle hands. He's poking Dave now. Just poke. Uh, oh, he actually twisted Dave's. I'm judging on softness. Like, like what are we judging on? Whatever you think. Get a good feel of it. Look at look at thickness, look at softness, look at length, look at the uh the the density. What she gets like he Yeah. Well, she gives it a good examination, yeah. Bushy's now looking at uh, at uh, Michael, giving it a good tug, <laughs> giving it a good tug under the lip there. Yeah. Oh yes, great examination. Yeah. And they're, they're different. Each Charters, has Charters drop your pants. <laughs> Two for one prostate well, you, exam. You need some more testosterone. You son of a bitch. I see we brought the right judges in tonight though. Very it just thorough. keeps going back. They are very thorough, and now they're they're putting their opinions down. Notes. Unfortunately, we supposed to do one to four on each. Yeah, one to four on each. So we can't. There's no uh, ties. Can't double up no ties. I would say no. Okay, so no I have, to, have to rearrange some things here. 
ties are for losers. <laughs> um, the next category is smell. And uh, smell, we we pretty much can just say that it is all going to be like the same smell. Mm-hmm. Are we all pretty much on the same page? <laughs> I have put zeros across the board. Yeah, zeros across the board on Nicotine. smell. Nicotine. I got some smells when I was over there earlier for the touch. Oh, yes. If you'd like to score those. I will score those. Okay, thank you. That's, that worked out That's nicely. Fair. That's That worked fair. out very nicely. These are great judges. Mm-hmm. They've yes. done their research. Yeah. So the next category, before we get into the last category here, um, I'd like to just thank our judges for coming in today. And the way I'm going to thank them is by giving them a little gift from Life from the Dutch Hall. Aww. What we have for you is a keychain uh, bottle opener from Clean Flow and a Rooster Sucks Balls uh, Life from the Dutch Hall lighter. Hey! Oh, two yeah. things thank I you. can use. There yeah, you yeah. go. Thank you very much. Yes. Yeah, so thank you for coming in. Now, the next category of taste, I looked at, uh, you know, you two guys, you've been always nice to the show since the beginning. You've come in here many times. I like how you give us a gift before we do this one. Huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, the thought of taste, though tempting, we are not going to actually make you taste our mustaches. <laughs> but we will. What? what we will do is we're going to go all dating game on this. We're going to go like the old dating game uh, where everyone will have an opportunity to tell you that if you were to taste our mustaches as a part of this competition, how we would prepare the mustache prior to you tasting it. Do you understand? How would like you how prepare we, it prior to tasting it? How would yeah. you season it? Yes. We're going to do prep something it. to our mustache to prepare you to prep it before you lick our mustache. <laughs> I would suppose so that's the only way to taste it, right? We're is judging lick it. on the prep or... Well, you're going to have to imagine as though you're licking all of our mustaches. <laughs> okay. And after yeah, I got that. Yeah. So we have to visualize that in our heads. Yes. And actually taste it in our heads. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. That's exactly. That's a good description. Good. Taste it in your heads about what our mustaches are going to smell like. So, uh, Michael, you'll go first. <laughs> oh, I'm on the I'm on the, going. the hot seat. Yeah. What yeah. I would do is exactly what I uh, did tonight is oh. uh, dose mine in a nice bourbon to numb all the other senses. Oh. And, uh, you know, whether the judge likes it or not, that's what they're going to get. It's real. It's me. You're welcome. <laughs> oh. oh, interesting. Paul, how will you uh, prepare your mustache? Uh, by diving into some pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll cover this thing in pussy. <laughs> <laughs> then I'll prepare it nicely for you. Uh, excellent. <laughs> Charters, you're up next. I yep. don't. Sorry, I just, <laughs> that's a very, <laughs> but Paul just said, you know, it sounds good. More specifically, who's pussy? just doesn't know who's pussy. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta know who's pussy. That's a fair into. question, Ryan. That's a fair question. Someone that would agree quickly is to Paul. Is it your sister's or is it somebody else's? Because it's not your sister's, not. you're getting a zero. <laughs> Gross, that is the most disgusting thing. <laughs> gotta think about and who I'll, the judge is. And I also want to know what kind of bourbon, Mike. What kind of bourbon? If we need to know what kind of pussy, we need to know what, to know what <laughs> kind of bourbon. Glen <laughs> Nice scotch. <laughs> oh, scotch. It tastes like vomit as far as I'm concerned. David. Uh, David. And was there an answer for the pussy? Yeah, pussy. Is anyone <laughs> in particular is pussy? Yeah, no, I, I, was, I, was, I was just trying to help. <laughs> I was just trying to help the judge. No answer from Paul. No answer. My wife's. I'll tell you what I would do, fellas. No, he's white. His would, wife's. I would start out with a nice uh, shampoo, and I would just clean it. Just clean it and scrub it so, until it's super clean. And then I would take a nice conditioner, and I would let that sit for about five minutes until it's just soft and supple, smooth on your tongue. 
And then I would rinse it with good, clean reverse osmosis water until there's not a, not a, not a, you know, a residue of that conditioner shampoo. It's just good and clean and fresh. That's what I would do. Just so you can taste the hair. You really want to taste the hair in its natural state. About this. Taste the hair. That, yeah. that could be his new logo. Well, I, I think I'm out in left field here. But what I was planning on doing is just filling up a cereal bowl with uh, with milk. And then I was going to pour a whole package of Skittles in that cereal bowl of milk. Right? Let it sit there for like probably three hours. Right? So it's milk and Skittles. And then I just bury my whole face in the milk and Skittles. Every once in a while, just sucking up a Skittle or two to chew on because I like this taste. And then, uh, and then I would just uh, wait, you know, probably just like the drippings from my mustache, dunk it again, second time. And hopefully that would get the testosterone taste off. I, I do not like Skittles. You don't like Skittles? Mm-hmm. Fuck you then. Uh, <laughs> score me a one. I'll Damn score it, what you with zero. <laughs> you have to give me at least a one. Oh, no Skittles lovers. Who doesn't like Skittles? They're delicious. Tastes the rainbow. Hey, Bushy didn't like my pussy. No, he didn't like your pussy or my Skittles. What's it like better, pussy or Skittles? I don't know. Oh. Well, your wife's pussy or Skittles is the thing. You have to think about Chris's after shift. So what's open? <laughs> what? Oh, open is the thing. Uh, where if, is if you have any uh, personal questions as judges that like uh, you have to ask us about our own mustaches, or if you're still kind of like, you know, on the fence about anything, um, then I this would be your time to just kind of like take the floor. Yeah, go ahead. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I, I understand that Chargers, uh, maybe you didn't have enough time to to grow the one that you really wanted to grow, but if you had then enough time to grow what you had that's sitting in that jar, would you have done that? Or would you keep on growing what you got right now and just keep on flatlining it? Thanks, Ryan. And combing it. Thanks, Ryan Vandenbush. Because you're combing it all the time. It's very nicely groomed. Good question. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Every mustache I've grown has been different than the last, so uh, for this contest, I would have probably... not done what I what I had done before. I'd try something different, but I do want to grow that other one again. It was pretty sweet. Hmm. Thank you. Uh, I uh, I'm living this mustache forever and ever. Amen. <laughs> just so you know. Yeah. Is anyone signing their life papers? I'm just gonna. Well, it is the thing of the commit. Com- we need some commitment. Anyone love the mustache? Uh, I I freaking feel. Balls. I'd love to see some commitment. Hey Jane, what do you think? Permanent. Uh, it doesn't. Sorry, ha- it doesn't Tom. have to be that one. You can. <laughs> you just have to stick to a mustache of any sort. I, w- I won't commit to keeping one for the rest of my life, but I will commit to definitely growing many more mustaches in my lifetime. Okay, uh-huh. so you're gonna come and go. Um, I think. I think everyone in the room can come and go. <laughs> That's accurate. I've, I've got a question for all, all you guys, except for. Uh, Michael, I, I'm just a little confused. This is a mu- this is a mustache contest, right? Yes. Mustache. I, I I'm easily distracted. Right, right. And I'm getting distracted by those big sideburns, like I, you know, pork chops. Right. And I get distracted by that. What do you call that thing underneath your lip there, Charters? Oh, yeah, that's some distracting. Patch. Yeah. Patch. And, this is not uh, looking good. Paul, I'm distracted with that thing that's coming from the bottom of your lip that's going all the way down to your <laughs> second chin there. <laughs> I, I just 
I'm distracted. <laughs> There's a lot of distractions. Should we all shave? Should we pause the show and all shave them off? Yeah. No, <laughs> someone should keep something. <laughs> no, the no, loser's no. got to keep the stash. No, I mean, like, shave off your distractions. No, no, no. It's too late. This is. That's we're enjoying it. That's like you changing your routine. Like, during yeah. routine. Yeah, yeah you could have thought about that earlier today. I like where Ryan's heads at. I was trying to say what I got. I'm I really glad Ryan losing. brought that up. Mm-hmm. I think Michael. Something I was thinking about. I asked myself that question today. What would the judges be thinking? I walked in this room tonight and and I looked at all you guys and I even I got real close too, and I looked at Michael and I saw a mustache. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> That's what the contest. A is. mustache it was nothing thick. else, just a duster. Yeah. Just a thick duster. <laughs> So is it uh, and and good good symmetry on the forks mm-hmm. too? Yeah. It took a it took a bit. I appreciate that. Thank you. Humble. <sighs> yeah. A little well, bit uh, are you really ready to crown a winner? Then seems like we know who our winner is. Looks like yeah. the tabulating the scores okay. up. As we so speak. do you want to go from last place to first place? Looks are like just one category. For, uh, we go. We can announce the winner and then announce the loser. Yes. Do, do they add their scores yeah. together? Is that what they do? Yeah. Uh, we'll just review here. The winner, <laughs> well, while they're reviewing, we're going to get into the top 10. Uh, let's do the top 10 mustaches in history. Oh, very nice. <laughs> Woo, that's, All right. That's three. So while the judges are uh, are compiling their scores. Weird. So this next segment, mustaches, greatest ten mustaches in history. The top ten mustaches in history. Number ten. What? <laughs> Number ten. Oh, sorry, Wyatt Earp. Wyatt Earp. No, I put in some one from history. But the thing about Wyatt Earp is, if That's you look nice. at if you look at him, he's a badass guy, right? The OK Corral and all the rest of it. If you look at him without that mustache, you take that mustache off. He's going to look like a pussy. Yeah. Right? Agreed. With that duster that curls around just like a curly old mustache growing off my face, that is badass. that guy looks like badass, right? He doesn't have a soul patch, though. No, he does not have a soul patch. I know that. Number nine, Wilford Brimley. Mm, Wilford Brimley, you know you know him? Yeah, he's got diabetes. diabetes. Quaker, diabetes. Oatmeal? Oh, Quaker oatmeal. Quaker oatmeal. You're not going to get a better duster than this old guy. No. He's like uh, an old sheep dog. Yeah, guy rest his soul. His his he looks just like uh he would be naked without it. Yes. Number eight, oh, Freddie Mercury, yes. who we paid tribute to at the beginning of the show. Beautiful. That mustache, you know, though not maybe the longest, not maybe the most uh robust, but it did really have a pronounced stage which made it uh incredible. He already had like he's the most buck toothed guy in the world and he puts a mustache on and makes it look ten times worse. Yeah. And he rocks it, eh? Look at that. And then number seven, also from the music world. Uh, just beating out uh, Freddie Mercury, David Crosby. Oh, very nice. The reason I included David Crosby on the countdown is because he's had rocked that thing when he was young to right now that right he's now, old, forever, right? Yeah. Never, ever strayed from it, committed to the mustache, never looked like it was uh, particularly comfortable for him to have it on his face. No. It's all growing into his food and stuff like that. It's, it's not, it doesn't help his look. It goes over, right over his lips. Mm-hmm. Just wow. loves it. David Crosby, number seven. Now, number six, Raleigh Fingers from wow, the sports dude. world. Wow, charters take note. Raleigh Fingers, he's best known for the curly handlebar mustache. Wrap around. Yeah, and uh, I got to tell you, in sports, 
There's a few that are going to beat Raleigh fingers. fingers. Uh, Number yes, five, yeah. Hulk Hogan. The reason Hulk Hogan is so high on the list is because if you have a, a, a blonde mustache, a blonde handlebar mustache, they will call you Hulk Hogan. Period. If you are a black man, if you are an Asian man with a blonde handlebar mustache, they will call you Hulk Hogan, right? That is why he's number five on our list, Hulk Hogan. Number four, oh, I consider the best, the best mustache in sports history, and this is Lanny McDonald. Yeah. Greatest yeah, duster in uh, sports. You're not going to get any better than that. What I like about him is that he had that duster, uh, like, pretty much early on. Like, he, he, he was maybe his only rookie season he didn't have it. Right, but he had it pretty much the rest of the time through. Beautiful. And it's ginger yes. too, which mm -hmm. is that shows Dave that even though you're a ginger, you can still grow a fucking mustache. You don't have to have the, you know, you don't have to look like a pedo after six weeks. Lanny McDonald take a hard dump and be twice of what you got. Yeah. <laughs> he was also number four. <laughs> was he number four? Oh, number three. Wow. Sam Elliott, my favorite mustache in movie history. Sam Elliott, you might know him from uh, such movies as Roadhouse, mm. where he was boss with that cool yeah. mustache. Or you might know him from uh, Big Lebowski, where he played the cowboy that talked to the dude. Uh, hands down, I think, best mustache in movies. Always had it. Uh, would look ridiculous without it. Very, like curtains for his hair. Like they're long hairs. Long hairs. Long gray hairs, too. Nice upper lip. Yeah. Number two, uh, Tom uh, Selleck. Tom Selleck. How do you not mention Tom Selleck in a mustache contest? He's iconic. Probably one of the best testers. Again, looks better with it than without it. Mm -hmm. Even through the 90s when he was on Friends, when mustaches weren't cool, Tom Selleck still wore the mustache. Yeah. He looked good. You know, this picture that I got up here is actually a poster my sister had when she was like a teenager. She had a picture of this mustached old man. Why wouldn't she? Right? In a room. It's unnerving. I wouldn't let my it's daughter. If my daughters put up a picture of a guy with a fucking mustache like that in the room, like Tom, a grown 40-year-old man with a mustache. <laughs> it's like, great taste. I would, what's wrong with you? Look at it. Just straight across the bottom. It's perfect. Number one mustache in history. Any guesses? Uh, I yeah, guess Tom Seller. Yeah, well, he's not. He's number two. Number one mustache in history. Oh. Adolf Hitler. Oh. Adolf Hitler. Oh. That's boo. That's a fucking boo. He's got he's heavy a break. Yeah. And he's letting us know it. And I'll tell you why Adolf Hitler's number one on the contest. Because he fucked up a mustache for everybody. Oh. The, the Hitler, the, uh, the toothbrush mustache, the toothbrush mustache was uh, a widely uh, held fashion uh, statement like uh, jane's grandpa my wife's grandpa had that look before that prick hitler did and he kept it through his whole life he wasn't about to change because one guy was one guy was completely out of his mind right this guy ruined it for everybody nobody can grow that no. look again charlie chaplin one of the most famous guys in the world had the same mustache people can't even grow it and say they're chaplin anymore because he's such a dick he did the most that he ruined a mustache forever and ever amen and that, and that for that reason he's number one on our countdown it's known as a hitler mustache yeah you can't grow that and even though the like, people used to have it all the time nobody had a problem with it it was a normal mustache to grow if, if he didn't exist chances are charters would have had this at one point in his life is that true for sure I'd be lying if I said it didn't cross my mind to come in with that today. <laughs> <laughs>
If Steve was on the judging panel, I'd, I probably would have wore that in today. Yeah, the Germans. <laughs> we do not have any of those people here <laughs> other than the reluctant one. He's the only one. And we, only, we had to check his reluctancy in order to even let him in. Right. If he wasn't as reluctant as he was, he wouldn't be allowed in. So, judges, have you had time to uh, tabulate your scores? Can we also just give an honorable mention to the, uh, the 72 Oakland Athletics and Rolly Fingers? Oh, we yeah. had him on the countdown. Oh, I, we were judging. I didn't even, oh, yeah. yes, yes, yes. We did have Raleigh Fingers on there. Okay. Rolled wrapper. I see you're wearing the hat yeah, to commemorate Raleigh Fingers. Yeah. yeah. And Catfish Hunter. Yeah. yeah. It's a good judge. Actually, when you mentioned. He knows uh, his mustache. He knows his mustache. Yes. There was actually a, a number of honorable mentions that I would like to uh, I would like to honor as long as you brought it up. Yeah, yeah. Bring uh, honorable, honorable mentions, I would say Wendell Clark. Oh, uh, nice. You know, again, yes. Wendell Clark, uh, 18 years old, getting drafted with a handlebar mustache. <laughs> like, that's balls. And then uh, I'll say I already mentioned Charlie Chaplin, honorable mention. Yeah. Burt Reynolds, he's got to give him a shout-out. Yeah, yeah. Burt Reynolds has, has been there. Teddy Roosevelt. I don't know if you had Teddy Roosevelt, but that duster, like, really made him look like he, – he had a lot of pussy policies when he was uh, president, like environmental stuff and that and parks and stuff. Grew the dust there, so people thought he was a freaking, he would wrestle a grizzly bear and stuff like that, you know? Teddy Roosevelt. I also want to give a shout-out to the Monopoly Man. Uh, Monopoly Man's always uh, always rocked a good, uh, I only, I put him on the honorable mention just because he's fictional. Mm-hmm. That's right. Also, same goes for the Pringles can guy. <laughs> Pringles can guy. Same, was, same guy, they're brothers. They're brothers? Are they, oh. uh, they look related. I always Weird thought that. Uh, the modern-day mustache hero, Nick Offerman, gets an honorable mention. Yep. And I also want to give a final shout-out to uh, the walrus. <laughs> the walrus has always been there with a great mustache. That's true. Uh, I didn't consider you for the top ten just because you're not human. But I really shouldn't judge you. You grow a better mustache than most of us in this room. True enough. Walrus, I tip my, I, uh, it's a tip of the hat to you. Those are admirable mentions. Anyone, anyone missed? If you think about mustaches in history, have I missed any of the great ones? You're going to have to put me on that list, Pete. Oh, <laughs> well, we will see. The judging is now uh, tallied. Yeah, I think we're, I think we're good. So uh, uh, you guys, can you do a guitar case roll or something like that? For This is for the first place winner. No. No. What? We're gonna start it. Do, do, I thought you want to finish the last. Well, we get, yeah. no, we don't it's want. It's pretty close. We don't want. It was close. It was close. The, loser. the losers, the losers, the payoff. I think, right? Yeah. Nobody wants yeah, to be like a loser. Winner than loser. Right. Yeah. So first the winner, then the loser. It was really close. Yes. Well, so, right. well yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Well, Shiner shoes. We all, for, we all. For the sole purpose of having that mustache, it's quite obvious. Michael Ball. Yeah. Michael Ball Woo! is the winner. No yeah. distractions. Appreciate no distractions. Yeah. Won this game. Yeah. Thank you guys. I thought about that today. I, I was in the realm of Pete and Paul. Honestly, no soul patch, but I had it creeping, and then I just brought it up for just a an, a duster. That's what this is all about. A mustache. It's a gone fishing mustache, right yes. there. It's a mustache contest. That's what I went with, and I appreciate it. Thank Sorry. you very much. No, for Cardinal, Cardinal Sin. We created Cardinal Sin. Coming what we did you, was we, did, we thought, I always thought it was bringing uh, testo- like masculinity to the forefront, but what I did was I distracted him from my greatness of that is my mustache. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to live my life in regret. Pete, you're thinking too much. Yeah. You are. <laughs> you're, th- you're thinking too much, Pete. You were in your second place. Oh! oh Peter! Right there, yeah. nipping at the heels. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Pete, 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 I'm going to say yours, your mustache flows nice with everything you know I, I i do like the uh 
the, the Elvis sideburns and the, whatever you call that. What do you got going on in your You're chin? You're <laughs> There's no name for it. But it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> very distracting. Very distracting. Okay, next. Uh, Are you doing last place or third place? This is well, third. When this we is say it. third, we'll go last. It's like Miss sad. America. Man, it's tough. Okay, which which really place are you tough. saying? Which place are you saying? This is for third place, which oh. we'd also determine who's fourth. The other name that we don't say. Yeah, it's just like Miss America. It was really close. We had to we debated back and forth a bit. Yeah. You tell him. Well, the third place. Well, I'm gonna go right to the fourth place person. I think that makes more sense. Ooh. Dollars. Yeah, yeah. Let's just... Um, I'm I'm gonna say. The fourth place person would be Dave Charters. Oh, yes. Yes. The suspense is killing me. (laughs) Paul almost died. Paul almost had a heart attack. Paul almost had a heart attack. Charters, it's like a dream come true. Charters, I, I do like the accessories with the comb. But I, I, I just, don't. I don't like the accessories. Comb glasses. We don't need them. I don't like where it's at it's hack, right now. Shows, man. It's hack. It's like a prop comic. If you would win if you had your old stash. And yeah, but you, took, you didn't have I mean, that time. A year, yeah, yeah, a year right. from now. I know. So, could you please grow that back because that <laughs> stash kicks ass. I'd be skipping rope with my mustache if you had as much time. <laughs> I will go back, Paul. Paul, the the look of relief on your face when they said my name was worth it all. That's right. Thank God. You never look so happy. All right. So everybody, uh, this has been uh, really our show. Now the only thing to end the show is going to be to to, uh, shave Mike's mustache, glue it on Dave's face. (laughs) So, do you want to play the theme song before or after we do that? Maybe we'll just close out of it and we'll put it in as bonus footage. Yeah. the yeah. shaving of it afterwards, Definitely okay? D- Dave, you and I should never grow mustaches that length because, you know, just the, our color, eh? Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's a curse. You got to so, keep, keep going. So I'd like to thank our judges, Tyler Shazma and Ryan Vanderbush, for coming in. I'd like to thank uh, Nocturnal Emissions for being the best band in podcast history, my brother Paul for giving me a drink for once, and everybody yeah. for, for participating in the mustache contest. If you'd like to uh, reach out to me at Life in the Dutch Hall, gmail.com, follow me on Twitter, like me on Facebook or Instagram. And until then, we will see you next Thursday. See you, NT. I didn't lose. <laughs> Were you nervous, Polly? It's close. Yes. Are you going to wear my duster home, Dave? It was going right on Steve's eyebrows. This is where it was going. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Dave! Oh, you lost, sucker!
Oh, yes, the shaved his mustache and glued his on his face. Right. Sure did, too. Oh, yeah, that one was asking for that. Oh, is that your? Yeah. Yeah. getting wobbly. You talked about that. way through while I was swiveling around and shooting, all of a sudden the front dropped down. Oh, yes. Now I got everything. You don't usually do this shit. Yeah, my brother. So, is there actually mustache shaving and gluing? 